Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience 2021 Masters Picks, Bets, Preview, One and Done, brought to you by DraftKings. Want to let everyone out there know, smash the like button to the episode in the comment section. Leave me your favorite long shot top 10 bet for this year's Masters and subscribe to Mayo Media Network. You want to play in the best tournament on DraftKings? Well, it's almost full. So hit the description of this video or pod. Join the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League link. $15 to play, three max entry, no rake, thus making it the best tournament on DraftKings. Let's fill this early. Then maybe we can get $100,000 of guaranteed money up for grabs at the PGA Championship. Also, in the description, there's a ton of stuff down there. I'm not going to bore you with all of the details, so I'm going to run through this quickly. There is an email chain that you can join from Mayo Media Network. If you do so, you're in the draw for some swag, official master's swag. I'll be sending out an email either Monday night or Tuesday morning uh, featuring all of said swag. I'll draw three of you and you can pick the items in order of whichever ones that you want. I'll list the sizes and everything like that in there as well. If you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts for the Pat Mayo Experience, also in the description, just one click, boom, you're good to go. Five-star review, something you like about the show, leave your Twitter and or email address so I can contact you if you win. If you do that, you're in a draw of one of 10 free stakes into this week's Millionaire Maker, $10. And I'll be staking one person into the $100 Millionaire Maker on DraftKings for the Masters. So as many reviews as you can dump in, then you're going to be eligible to win some of these sweet, sweet giveaways. We're live Wednesday, noon Eastern time on Mayo Media Network, the live chat and final bets. Live Friday, Cut Sweat Show. It's going to be a fun one with myself and Jeff Feinberg, who's in studio, who did his last button up so he no longer looked like Harry Higgs. I had a lot of problems with my collar in the last 15 minutes, so we'll just leave it at that. I don't have a guarantee yet about some more giveaways I have for the Millionaire Maker, but I've made a request to DraftKings to get 50 free entries, and if that happens, I'll be doing that on my Twitter feed on Wednesday. So at the PME, um, that would be great. Mayo Santa. Mayo Santa, just giving stuff away. So I like this. Usually around May majors, we see Mayo Santa, uh, Santa Mayo come out. Listen, I got to bribe people for the reviews, for the subscriptions, for the likes, everything like that. This is how we keep everything free. The email is important, though, so if you do subscribe to that, there's extra content in there as well. Someone who pointed that out and is here on site to review Jordan Spieth getting off the mat and claiming a victory and... Potentially, the players who are too cursed for the Masters, it is Tim Undergust! Tim Undergust. That's not my name, and I'm not actually on site. You're on site at your house. Well, yeah, I'm, you're always on site somewhere. You always exist in space and time. You, well, you don't necessarily know that. Maybe. Yeah, unless you're like Mr. Peabody and Sherman, you're always in space and time. Well, maybe space and time don't actually exist, Tim. Who knows? Who can really say? Okay, well, if they're just, as Kant would say, just aspects of your mind, well, then I guess that's true, but I think they're real. You were pointing out that the email actually has real content in it. <laughs> yes, I was, uh, you know, I was actually kind of surprised. I figured... Uh, that it would just be like 90% of your Twitter feed, which is like spam, which is it was just <laughs> tweeting out various uh, videos or, or uh, pieces of content rather than actual new information. So I looked at it, I was like, oh, wow, there's, there's actually stuff in here. This is gold. 
Yeah, it, people it, should uh, subscribe to the Substack. I, I think Substack's a great idea as a concept, and it, it, it's good for the show. I think. Do you think that you maybe I'll give you a cuss corner? You can just have uh, your own like five hundred words. You can put whatever you want into the email. The craziness no. unleashed. No, I don't need a Creed's thought blog. <laughs> we'll just set you up with a word doc you'll be good to go so i mentioned the swag for the email if you do it also um there's already two shows that have been out the master's research show you can find that up on the podcast feed and the video feed and the millionaire maker DraftKings picks which i did with ben and david barnett of the chore junkies that is already out Tuesday's show is going to be with Rick Gaiman. And if you subscribe to the email, you'll have a chance to watch the video before it's actually released. So another reason to get into the email. Let's talk Jordan Spieth, though, right off the top. I am so Why? excited this happened because it makes the Masters really fun. Now that he's like, a, I mean, just looking at the betting board right away, he's like the, the second favorite now. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. But him being relevant and him feeling like he has a real chance to win is not only great news for this show, because the ratings will go up for it. It's great news for CBS and the Masters, because the ratings are going to go up, especially if he remains in contention. But there are just so few, like, real stars without Tiger Woods. And Spieth is one of them, and having him relevant again is great for golf. And I am pro things, Jeff, that are great for golf. He just poured gasoline on the Masters. And, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. And I, as I think we sort of, in all our lead-up to it, um, I'd much rather have seen him win the Valero than say, and, or the Wyndham than say the Masters. And now I think, you know, him being mega chalk is kind of interesting. Uh, but, hey, good for him. He, the game, he didn't just, like, it's great to see him win but it's great to see the guys win with such amazing lead up form. And he, from Tory Pines on Pat, it was like he was peppering late Sunday tea times. You know barely it. got out dueled by Kucher last weekend by a sketchy ruling, which had a little humor underneath that. But here he is again. And I, um, I'm happy I never booked any action, but at 10 to one, I would probably consider it. Uh, there's a lot of people out there with 60 to 1, 50 to 1, 30 to 1. I remember when it dropped down to 25 to 1, people were like, oh, smash Smith. I was like, those odds are ridiculous. They're going to be like, maybe it gets a little bit lower than 25, but what's he really going to do? But now here he is at like 10 to 1 in order to win. And feels... uh, you did book action on Spieth, though. Oh. Last January, not this January, last January, we made a bet. Tony Finau versus Jordan Spieth. Who would win first? Now it took... 16 months for one of them to actually win, but it was Jordan Spieth. There's two red birds for you. Oh, can Canadian money. There we go. Uh, That's worth like 30 cents in America. <laughs> I get, I'm, I mean, Fina and Mo <laughs> so many close chances to, to now should that, have won at Riviera. He had and it. That it was bet. wrapped up. I also have a bet with, um, Forbes, Pat, that I have Rom and since Speed last one is ma major, I gotta split the bet. It's like a five hundred dollar bet, and if Rom or Rory want a major first, I would get like two fifty, and if Speed wins, he gets five hundred, and now all of a sudden, like I let him off the hook for four years, I couldn't pull off anything. So um, yeah, no, I'm happy about it. I think it's great. I think Tim's yeah. like true disdain is really shows. Like how 
like I don't know. It shows a real dark side of you, Tim. To be perfectly honest, and it's, like, and it's Tim's and it's Tim's fault that I won this bet. Fino had Riviera <laughs> locked up. Tim takes to Twitter. It's over. No way he's gonna lose now. And then all of a sudden he loses. And then Spieth will never win again. All of a sudden he wins. So thank you, Tim. I'm a hundred. I congratulated richer. Spieth yesterday as uh, he hit like the eleventh or twelfth tee. Yeah, people hey, saw right. Through. People saw right through your curse, pal. Yeah, no, it's really impressive. He's definitely back for winning a tournament with one of the weakest fields of the year that was watched by dozens. He's back. He's definitely back. Definitely He's back. back. What, what an impress! He won a. He won a. You know, basically a club championship. He won. He won. Congratulations! No, I guess. he won. He won. Okay, great. No, no, no. It counts as a win. Great. He's definitely back. And he it's did all those really things. impressive to he win a tournament that nobody things. was in. He did all those things that if he does this, he outdueled Charlie Hoffman. I was so impressed by that. So impressed he withstood the the mighty charge of Charlie Hoffman, who does have a good track record at this course. But nevertheless, yeah, I just I, I was so impressed. He definitely should be eleven to one to win at Augusta. I mean, that what a great value! That is. <laughs> you're really smart if you bet that. That's a really smart. That's not thing what we're talking do. about. But now no, you're but, no, the, I'm not now talking you're moving to you guys. The goal goal to the of course he is. That, that, that's all Tim the, does. All he, Tim does is he move won. the goalposts. He's been trending so beautifully for a couple of months. Um, I don't understand where you're like, he, I will say, he did all I those speed. Say. Like the TD green was insane. And then when yes. he got in those spots, like on 17 on Saturday, he hits those wizard chips. Like oh, if he does that this week, I'll be annoyed. But last <laughs> week I like thoroughly enjoyed it. Like and it I got so slow and so awkward that it's great to see. And he never listened to, I don't like, did he make changes in his camp? Cause he really just seemed to have just stayed the course with, with Greller or McCormick. He changed his swing like two years ago. And that was really the downside of everything. Like it almost, it's funny cause Rory gets talked about the most like, Oh, I tried to really increase my distance because of Bryson, but like Rory's one of the longest guys on tour anyway. So he was looking for like the, instead of being rated a hundred out of a hundred in driving distance, somehow he was looking to be rated 110 out of a hundred in driving distance with Spieth. And we've seen it with Fitzpatrick as well. Like they've, Added like 15, 20 yards. Tringali like, was another one. Even Kuchar's who went, hitting it longer. Who went through the swing change to add that extra distance and club speed. And it takes a while. And now it's starting to pay off. Like the biggest thing with him, like the, the irons, the, the biggest thing with Spieth is that the irons are back. And that has been really what has transformed him over the past two months. When he was at the hit the top of his game, he was a good driver of the ball. He was amazing around the greens, but his irons were awesome. And every week that he would get the magic putter, he would win. And yeah. that's what happened this week. The irons were amazing. The driving was okay. It was fine. It was perfectly fine. He ran the green was good, and he gained like five strokes putting. That's the recipe to win. He get, Yeah, and in those other events where he was playing great and the irons were with him, the putting was letting him down on the weekend. Yeah. And the thing about it, and uh, it's, I don't even want to mention this player, but a lot of players who do try to make swing changes, uh, you know, to sort of find the distance, what happens is they lose the things that were their bread and butter for a bit. Like they put so much time into focusing on that and they think their old yeller will always be there for them. Ricky Fowler's putter. And it goes as you're trying to do other things. And now you can't depend on that thing that was so dependable is, is it's gotta be scary for, for, for all the guys. So credit to speed. There's gasoline on the masters. I'm not comparing it to Tiger at all, but it's the only thing that had this, not even Tiger's Masters win, but like in Tiger's comeback, comeback, 
Not the divorce domestic comeback. No, like 2018. Yeah, when he won the championship. Yes. Yeah. Like there was a lot of built, like we were so excited for the precipice of that. And this, like, it literally felt like it in many ways. And we're here. I I thought his reaction after tapping in the winning pot was was very gracious. And I thought his post interview was very gracious. Uh, He was humble, man. I was watching. I was watching to find fault. And uh, there was no fault to find. So I'll give him his. Uh, what were you hoping he did? What were you hoping, hoping he did? He Ripped his shirt off? Like, just the way he did. No, but- I've seen him act with a little less class, let's just say, after he's won some tournament. So I was glad to see him show a little stoicism. I thought that was, uh, that was appropriate to the moment. It, it's funny uh, because like for, him- for, for all of the times that Spieth has won, I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever hit a Jordan Spieth outright bet. I just never bet on the guy, which I probably should have. At some point, like the, the one that Tim is talking about is probably my favorite Jordan Spieth moment when he chips in from the, oh, the bunker rate. and gets yeah. fired up. Yeah. Like why would you be fired? Your favorite moment is number twelve in the 2016 Masters. That You're is lying, true. And, and that is because of you. So all if people don't know, the reason that Tim hates Spieth so much is that the Ander curse became popularized when he just tanked Jordan Spieth's chances, and we won big on Danny Willett at the Masters. So Tim, this is the f- only question I need to know, and you've said this for a while. Does Jordan Spieth have any chance to win this year's don't Masters? Do this next to none. Oh, oh it's, it, that's improved. No, that is a yeah. huge difference. Yeah. I mean, I guess since he has now put a win up on the board, I guess I can't say 0%. I guess I have to say 1%. You're still putting uh, rocket fuel on a guy that just got more rocket fuel yesterday. I don't need that's getting great, rocket fuel. But again, fuel. he won a tournament where nobody played. He's Now he's in the Masters where everybody who's good is playing. And so the idea that Spieth would even be close to some of these guys is risible. It, it's actually re, re, you know, absolutely risible that uh, you would have Spieth close to the top of this list when you've got guys who are just so much better in almost every facet of the game. Do you know... Spieth's great with his irons. There's no course where irons matter less than Augusta National. That's not that's true. So, that, that, that's that really is actually not true. so Phil incorrect. Said, said, it's so incorrect. Show, it's bombing. That's the thing that matters that's the what? most at Augusta. Is bombing. It's di- driving distance and putting. Those two, and those two things alone are what's going to win but you But every Masters single winner outside of Patrick Reed in our, like landscape here was a dominant greens and regulation player for the week like, and, and dominant and i dominant. would say that two of the past three winners did it i mean reed was just kind of all over the map he putted the lights he's the out. only but, guy but tiger only won because of his irons yes <laughs> his, his driving but was not great reed reads greens and reg when you like rank them with the how the masters champions did for that week it's insane how he won that jacket and that's why i always had that soft spot for Ricky in the sense like 90% of masters Ricky finds a way or it's almost given to him in a sense. And Spieth almost won that year too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he did. And Rory started with like an amazing Eagle look that morning, but I am, I don't know. Spieth like uh, he got to rock bottom and that's when I started like being like, okay, let's, let's fix this. He's fixed it. He's back. I get the sense he can start annoying me again real fast, Pat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna oh, yeah. We, we have week. money on other guys, and he starts chipping in from 25 yards off the green. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, man, it's come, easy. come on. I didn't have money on Hoffman. I, I'm a Wallace guy. Had Wallace in a lot of lineups. If Wallace won, I could have had a very handsome situation. But I wasn't in this – it wasn't put in this spot like uh, Kucher Burkdale or DJ Chambers where, like, everything he did Just while being you. amazing, like – yeah, so 
It was great. And even after his bogey, didn't he like make a bogey yesterday and then he sticks it to like two feet on a par three? Like he's so doing these you things. You knew he was going to win when he hit that three, when he hit that three wood over the sand trap. When he hit that off the tee, I was the, even the uh, the commentators said, "Oh, that's in the sand," and he carried the sand trap. I was at that moment, I was like, "Okay, just oh on not, the dr- on the short like two layered yeah. par four where like yeah for whatever reason he took out three wood tier. and then took on the bunker. It made no sense if you do that, that driver or yeah. you take, anyway, but but it worked out. So all right, so we're here for one reason alone, Tim. There's a reason that you're on the show. And before we let you go, we need to know, Tim, who is Endercursed for. The Masters. Who are your three picks? Well, I mean, I dispute that terminology, but uh, my one and done pick and my champion is jo- is John Rom. I, I think Rom's. I mean, Rom's an amazing player. I think this course sets up well for him. Uh, c- currently, his odds are longer than Jordan Spieth's. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Uh, there's no defending it. Rom is. Anyone who thinks that they would rather have Jordan Spieth than Rom here uh, might as well just set their money on fire because that's what God. they're doing. Uh, so Rom is my my one and done, and Rom is my pick. I'm, In terms of my second pick, I'm taking Daniel Berger. I hate you. He played fine at uh, the match play. He got back and played. He's won this year. He's a great golfer. Oh, he's a great. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. He's a great golfer. He has a win this year. He beat the weakest field of the year. But that's a thing for Spieth, but not for Berger. <laughs> the weakest field. <laughs> he also won last year too, in a in in the comeback event, uh, in uh, you know with a ton of pressure. I just think he's a really good golfer. I'm taking him here. And then third is Lee Westwood. Uh, Lee's had been the comeback player of 2021. People didn't see it coming. Uh, neither did I. He's be honest with you, but he's back. And uh, you know Lee has a great track record of this course in terms of like being in Masters and contending. And it'd be great to see him slip on a green jacket. Uh, so. Leaves my my third pick. Okay. Was there anyone else you were considering? How about Bryson? You love Bryson. Actually, you don't love Bryson, so that maybe that's no, good news but, for him. No, but no, I I think Bryson's totally live here. Absolutely, he's live. I think he will have learned some lessons from the last Masters. I don't think he's on. Un, he's unlikely to drive it into the rough and uh, and lose a ball this time, as he did in November. I, I think Bryson is totally live, and I'd be okay with it. JT also totally live i would argue with nobody who liked him i think hideki is very live here oh, what uh, about what about rory i think the pressure of the grand slam is too great right now and he's not in form i don't think to break to add on that extra layer of pressure and anxiety and media coverage on top of just the masters so no i i don't think rory i mean listen I'd be, it'd be great if rory won what a great story that would be but I don't quite see it happening for him. Uh, and a little deeper down, I think Matthew Wolf is live. Oh. And I, well, well, I do. And uh, I, I think that uh, Robert McIntyre is a little. Ah, damn it. Left-handers at Augusta. Like there's a thing to be said about this course being better set up for lefties than righties. And I know people have talked about Kevin Na. Again, set your money on fire. He has no chance at this course. What do you how is this even a conversation that we're like having to debate that? We're not debating. I made a joke uh, about it and I wanted to bet because Tim told me that oh, Kevin yes. had no chance to beat Dustin Johnson this week. And I, I want odds on that. Tim, give me odds on Kevin not beating Dustin Johnson. What's a fair odd? Same odds that Jeff was offering you, which was even odds. Fine. So you're a coward <laughs> no, is what you're saying. I wasn't no, offering. I'm not taking I, the Jeff. Well, you Jeff, just said Jeff. he has no chance of winning. You said he had no chance to beat Dustin Johnson this week. Give me a fair odd and I'll take it. 
No, listen, Jeff. So you don't want to take it. So you're scared. You're scared of Kevin Knox. No, I didn't cap it. I did not cap it. You did. You capped it at uh, at Pickham, and so that that's what we'll do. What's a a fair head? It would be ridiculous for me to take anything else from a guy who says there's no chance of this happening. I don't want something outrageous. I want something fair. What would like the books have a novice? They wouldn't. That that that. Because that wouldn't exist from the betting favor. There of are the books you can like tweet them maybe, and maybe, give but you like, anything you want. For, for reference, Dustin is like eight to one to win. Kevin Oz two hundred and fifty to one. So would it be f- minus four hundred? I would say I, I would want five to one on the head to head. I think that's fair. I'm not going to give five to one. Would not be, a tournament that then then, then 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 you said that there's no chance that it happens. So I think there is no chance. But I guess I guess Dustin could fall down the stairs again, and I could well, lose that. Well, if he falls down the stairs, then the bet would be voided because he wouldn't have actually teed off. No, but it could happen on Friday, and you'd have to withdraw. I, I don't know. So you're anyway, scared no, is what I'm you're not, saying. You're scared of I'm Kevin Nye. I'm just saying I think Kevin Nye is a foolish bet. I don't see any reason to be behind him in this uh, at this track at all. Uh, yes, oh, I Paul. should note that. Hold on, Paul has something to say. I just wanted to say that the. Uh, Rom, Berger, and Westwood to miss the cut oh. parlay pays 105 to 1. That'd be devastating. 105 to 1? Well, Tim Cash has at the players with that, so that's, I mean, uh, that saved my week. I'm throwing players. 10 bucks on that. That would be devastating. Yeah, that would be bad news for a lot of people. You could probably throw Spieth and Kevin not to make the cut on that parlay, too, <laughs> yeah. if you really wanted to and really juice it up. <laughs> and and uh, Woosnam if he plays to miss the cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that people are going to take the minus 10,000 on Woosnam to miss the cut. I think he's missed the cut here like 14 straight years or something crazy. But like not that. Mike Weir. Mike Weir made the cut last time. Tim's Can he make original, two in a row? Tim's original golf nemesis, Ian and Woosnam. <laughs> this year, DraftKings is doing something cool with the hole-in-one props, which I wanted to note. I there, there, There's two this year. Usually there's just one. There's two. So... Will there be a hole-in-one in the tournament? Yes is minus 186. No is plus 138. No is free money. There is not going to be an ace. Last year, I thought there would be because it was November. I thought the greens would be softer. It'd be easier to happen. And it happened. There was an ace. So I was on team hole-in-one last year. But in April, in normal time, no. I, I don't think there's going to be a hole-in-one bet, no. The second bet is, will there be two holes-in-one in the tournament? Yes is plus 188. No is minus 250. I know you got to lay the minus 250 juice, but it, if one is sure as heck not happening, two is a mathematical impossibility. So that's free money as well. So don't be afraid, people, to back on the no hole-in-one train. It's just not like – how many times have you had a hole-in-one in your life? How many times have you seen somebody have a hole-in-one in, in, in your life that you've actually been there for? But almost probably never or maybe once. Well, this is the masters. The pressure is on. <laughs> it's just, just so unlikely to happen. And f- look at look at the It's just it's not happening. You just, just compared your rounds possible. of playing with Pat to witnessing a hole in one. How many? Like, how, yeah, <laughs> Jeff, over under. If I set the over under one and a half hole in ones on 16 on Sunday, would you take the over or under? I hate this bet, but there's going to be hole in ones. It's just <laughs> a fact. It's what they do. It's set up for it. I don't know. I know you. The the spot for you to compare what you have witnessed while playing your munis to what these guys do. These are my frames of reference. It's like when earlier this week I talked about this forty yard dash when it came to <laughs> Trey Lance. Like these are the frames of reference that I have in terms of speed. So that's what I use. It's just natural human uh, action that you think no. about. Well, how did I do X, Y, or Z, and how likely is it to happen? Uh, for reference, Tim ran a 7.1240 time. You can the watch third the, time. You can, the first you can, time. The, the first two times you left early, Tim. That's why Only you had to, the first that's time. That's why you the had to run it three time. times. You're just 
full of excuses. I'm sorry. I get your 40 times embarrassing, but at least own it. No, but, but the second time was 6.80. You're lying. I am confirming that you're lying. No, well, you, you weren't even paying attention. How would you know? You're supposed to be running a 40. Because you were tired because you had just run. I was running two in a row. I was, wa- the I was, was watching. You were not running two in a row. So your story is full of lies. I actually ran three run. in a row. You did not run three in a row. That is not true. It is true. It is not knows true. It. No, so you're just lying because you're a big, big slowman. Uh, before we do let you go, though, here are some of the pieces of Masters gear you could win by subscribing to the email. Was that a DC? <laughs> you're back on the DC train? Uh, well, I mean, I'm allowed to have DCs. It's morning again, cola. I, hey, listen, I literally just got up for this. Isn't that what the mug says? So, uh, but no. So, one second here. So, Ooh, so here we go. So. Three lucky people will have their choice to win some gear. So I got two of the same sweater that maybe you've seen me wear on the show. This one's in navy blue. This one's in green. Those would be, those would be nice uh, wearing on you. Never been open, so you don't have to worry about like my sweat on it. What else do we got here? We got a choice of three separate polos. Tim, I believe you have this one, right? The green one? I do indeed. But there's the also a black one. one. Beautiful. The black is sharp. And then, then there is this uh, patterned blue master. This is authentic master's yeah. merch. From the master's shop. What else do we got here? We got a, a master's green hat. Bring your green hat. <laughs> I own that hat too. <laughs> uh, we have this like uh, snapback mesh on the back. Augusta oh, hat. A trucker ma- hat. Uh, a visor. Those. If uh, Ooh, visor's part visor, of your game. Visor. Oh, nice. Uh, let's see, another master's head or another master's oh, visor could be up for me. Keep this one for myself. Here. And then uh, a bag of potato chips from the masters, <laughs> which, only which two, I also have. Only two hundred and thirty calories, so I got a whole bunch of these and some cups. Maybe I'll throw those in for you too. If you end up as a winner, you have to subscribe to the email. Find it in the description. Get on the chain for Mayo Media Network. I'll draw three lucky people. I'll put the sizes in the email when I send it out on Monday evening. And if you win, you can pick whatever piece you have. I'll send it off to you. Then you get my address out of it. I'll send it from my P.O. box so you don't stalk me. But either way, I that is what's available. To open up on the show if you want me to open them up. Oh, no, no, we're not, no, that's no. not that's not for that's this. That's not for this. That's not for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know, I'm dying of curiosity because they're so thin and slim, and I can't imagine what they are. Well, it's not, me, it's, not okay. it's not you, so you're not in the box. Just that's remember just a that. tease for future cuss corners. That it's, I have two parcels. And they're like very slim, but I and so I have the, the slightest clue what they are. So, but you walk by them like a dozen times a day, and you're so you can't wait. Yeah, to I'm open di- them. Di- dying of curiosity, <laughs> but I know that it'll be better for the show if I open them on the show. So I'm waiting. Uh, this is the like I if there was a marshmallow test, I would pass it. I would uh, take the two marshmallows later rather than the one right now. Last thing, um, did you see Tim's Easter? His millennial Easter. Uh, he woke up early on Easter. He had he had champagne um, <laughs> in the morning, and then he had over hard eggs, burnt toast, and bacon so crispy it just snaps in half. And then he took a nap <laughs> after I had some eggies and some peeps. So that is Easter, <laughs> when your name is Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. When it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keeps you in an endless cycle of debt. Upstart can help you get ahead. Are you carrying a credit card balance month after month? You're not the only one. High interest rates make it hard to pay off your debt, but Upstart can help. Join thousands of happy borrowers who made that final payment. 
Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash mayo. That's upstart.com slash mayo. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash mayo. The Masters, let's make some bets. Let's try to win people some money. Probably going to lose them money. You know who we didn't lose money? Our guy, Riku, won 100 k on the weekends. A special shout-out. Riku's been a long-time viewer of the show. Didn't he bring you golfing? No, we went to a Chargers-Vikings game at the soccer stadium. That was 98% Vikings fans, and the Vikings, as bad as the Chargers are, they really do just lose most games close. Uh, once a year, they'll get sh- like throttled, and they got throttled. It's the last time I ever got to watch Phillip Rivers in person. Well, he paid it forward to you to bring you to the game, and then he won 100K, so that's what you do. He's Give us stuff, and you'll win, apparently. He's a sleeping giant, because he norm like, it's been a while since we'd seen something big from him, but, man, what a score. Congrats. Uh, one, Spieth did it for a lot of people. Uh, once again, the course breakdown, I put that out on Saturday. You can go check it out. The Millionaire Maker Picks out already. And my giant article. I put some real effort into my article this time around. Usually I just kind of throw it together to get it up, but this week's is actually worth reading. Plus a newsletter, go to that, uh, rating and review on the podcast to get some of those Millionaire Maker entries. Five stars, something you like about the show. Maybe it's the giveaways that you like about the show. Don't put that in. Uh, also, <laughs> Twitter handle and or email address so I can contact you. Hit the description. You can find all the links to make sure you can do all these things in under a minute. I've tried to make it efficient for everyone. The betting favorites for the Masters. Dustin Johnson, not getting a ton of pub right now because he's not playing great golf at the moment, but he is the favorite. He's nine and a half to one. All these odds from DraftKingsSportsbook.com. Rom is 12 to one. Bryson is 11. Spieth is 11. Justin Thomas is 12. Rory is now 19 to one. That is everyone from 20 to one and below at this moment in terms of the betting odds. Six of them. Six of them. I've seen a 20 on Rory. Yeah. I'm I've seen it. I, there were some around early last week. I want to say you did a little more homework than normal. I like did my you homework. Sh- hold for the hold first, this up for the people. This for is the, the first, first time since like it's maybe color-coded. like you at you. Uh, what was the grade called? OAC that I had to do. What the hell is OAC? I'm a year older than you, and it was the last year. Uh, in Ontario, we had to do like a grade 13 of oh, high yeah. school. Oh, yeah, I was a part of the mixed class of 13 because when I graduated, we had a double class yeah, to I compete was with the higher for university spots. That. I was the higher end, so I had to do the extra year and compete. At least you had to do one less year. I, I think didn't, everyone didn't worked really have to yeah. compete. I no. got in everywhere. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know anyone that didn't really get what they wanted <laughs> out of it, but maybe that's just me anyway yeah i made my own little cheat sheet and a quest to that's crazy can i put that in the newsletter no I take a shot no it? it's kind of just no because <laughs> it, it's my own like personal like triggers and the color coding 
wouldn't mean anything to other people. Your daughter's markers really came in handy? Yeah, and my between my wife's highlighters my for wife. actual work and my daughter's markers, I, I've tried to create a path, but it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. I put some trends in my column, too. But out of those six guys, listen, obviously, they're the six favorites for a reason. One of them is probably going to win, although Dustin became, like, the first... I guess Tiger won it, like, favorite He was chalky, odds, yeah. But he's Tiger, and that's not where he was actually ranked at the time. It is worth noting that the longest shot player in the world, at least, in terms of world rankings to win the Masters in the past 10 years was Bubba Watson. He was the 18th ranked player yeah. in the world at 2012. We had a gigantic triple-digit Danny Willett number. He was the 12th ranked player in the world that year. But he also went off at 66. Yes. Which is in, it, just a little higher than, say, um, Reed's in the mid-40s, Sergio, Sergio in the 50s. Bubba, the win you referenced, I think, was 70s or 80s. Um, but we have had... The last two years with Dustin and Tiger essentially in the chalk group, uh, they would have been in sort of the big six. Some books Pat even will offer like a big six versus the field, I suspect we'll see. It's usually maybe minus one. I, I think it'll what, be close to a pick em, What I about think. big six versus Kevin Na? <laughs> I the only reason I like Kevin Nash is because I think it would be funny to see Dustin putting on the green jacket and then knock and put his arm around him, give him a tap on the back. Sure. See, it all worked out, DJ. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, out of these guys, Rom, Bryson, and JT would the, be the short list for me. Although I'm going to be an idiot and end up betting Rory if he falls like 25 to 1. So, yeah, we are <laughs> on the same page there. I've taken that list of six and I turned it into at least a list of three. Um, DJ at under 10 to one for me, if he wins again and can solidify himself as like an all time great, uh, if he does this, great. I'll admire it. I'll love it. We'll I'll enjoy it. If Jordan, I'm not, I have no interest in betting Jordan at the same price or worse than I can bet one of the three players I do like more and that I would rather see win. Cause guess what? It's the Masters. This is like me getting on a plane with my friends to Vegas. Do I think I'm coming home with any money? No! You'll come home with some good times. Yeah! I and, don't like, and like a headache for five days. And if it happens, if I hit um, something fun, then that's great. That's great. But I don't care. I do not... I don't mean I don't care, but like I accept the, my fate in many ways when I'm trying to guess the winner of an ultra-competitive golf tournament that normally goes... High percentage chance it, it's a chalk party. When it comes to the Masters and Majors in general, I treat them like exhibition games, like in the preseason for the NFL. Like you're trying to work through some stuff. It's just more fun. Hey, I'll try out this throw. I'll do this. I just want to bet the guys yeah. I want to see win. Like when I get to the Heritage next week, that'll be like a big betting week for me. I'm just going to like dump money on the Masters and be like, oh, I hope I win. Oh, it's a big betting week for me in terms of like how much money I can Oh, me waste. too. But, but I know what I you mean. I have no expectation Way that I'm going to win. Way less methodical. And you say it's like a preseason NFL game. For me, I, I almost have a completely different take, Pat. And it can affect it. The and I'll Super say Bowl? this with owning it. Well, that's many Super Bowl vibes. Like I'm ready to just bet a lot of money. I hope the, the I hope I have fun. I hope it goes my way. If we only had but, a lock like the Anthem to just save yes. all our money that we lose elsewhere. <laughs> um, what I did want to say is you compare it to a, a preseason NFL game. For me, it's actually more like one of my favorite teams is in a playoff game. There's no, only one side of the games for which I'm going to bet, even if I don't like it as much, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, if the Chargers are in a playoff game, I'm not 
I, even if I think the other side is representing value, it's like no, yeah. all or nothing one side. Like I want to see the players I like and grind with become historical figures in the game by winning this golf tournament. Like you said, the RBC is when I can try to be more methodical and find the winner if in he- a bit of a, in a bit of a rut for me at the moment. Me too. too. We, we had a nice little start, and then we've just been kind of cold for a while. As if you're a first-time viewer or listener to this show, you have to know, much like William Hung, we have no professional training. <laughs> 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 we just like to bet. So of those guys, Rory, like, like I said, DeChambeau, Rom and Justin Thomas rate out the best for me. Uh, you could even actually cross Justin Thomas off that list if you look at the actual Masters trends of who actually wins the Masters. It's generally players who haven't missed a cut so far this year and players who have two top 15 finishes in one of their past three starts. And that's what Bryson, uh, Rom, and Thomas all have. But Thomas missed the cut at Riviera, so then you're looking at Bryson and you're looking at Rom. And I'm probably not going to get there with those numbers because I like to have fun this week. Rory would interest me at probably starting at 22 to 1. And I think that he's going to get there. What I didn't mention to Tim is I think this is all just a long, long con from Rory McIlroy. He feels the pressure of trying to complete the career Grand Slam. It's been the overriding narrative for him for the past five years, six years now. Got to win the Masters, create the career Grand Slam. You talk about Dustin etching himself as like an all-timer. That boosts Rory up. Rory's already an all-timer with four majors. This gets him to that next level of player. Five and has won them all, but... Maybe he's intentionally playing poorly because that's the storyline with Rory now. Where's his game at? Is Rory any good? No one is talking about him competing, completing the Grand Slam. It's like, is Rory just going to be any good at the Masters this year is now the storyline. So that's a good place for him. Pressure's off. It comes back on Sunday if he's in it, though. Okay, I 100% agree. It just, it, I, and I do agree a lot of the struggles are being overblown to a certain extent. But, Pat, it's just those irons. He's not... We're not putting well. We're not giving ourselves like looks before it's like 117 in. And yeah, okay, sometimes it, how do I put this? Like, oh, shucks, that one went to 30 feet. The next one's going to four. No, nothing is going to like four feet right now. Everything seems like he has to labor for it on the scorecard. Um, but yeah, 22 to one, I'm all about, we're here. We're trying to pick an outright winner. And at that sort of number, you're not doing placings. You're just doing outright. So if you believe the guy has his ceiling golf in him, that's what it will take to defeat this field. Missing the cut coming third place means the same thing, like literally nothing. So I don't disagree with it there, but I would rather eat, eat it eat it and maybe take Bryson who I would agree is playing much better, but he's coming in under the radar. You think so? Yeah, I do. The fact that Jordan Spieth just won yesterday compared to last November, like, and how much it was about him. And I, he'll put his foot in his mouth by the time we're done recording. There'll be something that I wish I had for this. Um, but I'm so happy we didn't record early because the ROM baby stuff came out. Jordan wins. Numbers have changed. Uh, but I think there's it's a lot quieter around Bryson this year. I truly do believe that. Maybe I take back what I said that there's not like a tension. What did I just say? Like it's... Uh... I feel like he and Dustin are sort of flying in and people aren't really paying too much attention to them because they don't have... 
an overriding storyline at the moment that like the public golf media is going to latch onto. Like the talk of like people like disrespecting Dustin and not paying attention to Dustin. When I I will get the numbers from DraftKings Sportsbook probably on Wednesday in terms of handle and. Uh, Very few bets, you're saying. Uh, no, I'm going to say that there's going to be a lot of bets. A on lot him. of bets. It, the, Smith is going to have the most bets on him, yeah. by far. And then it's probably going to be Bryson and Dustin. But, but a lot of these guys do have a narrative. Like, on the internet yesterday, Pat, the internet. The internet? It was either, like, this tournament is literally should be played between two guys, Rom and Spieth. <laughs> Rom had a baby, and Spieth is just destined. Um, the Rom baby stuff, I'm so happy it came because without the baby coming, he was a complete no-go for me. He was a complete go on no, DraftKings. DraftKings, DraftKings, yes. For me. DraftKings, yes, because I was willing to take that chance, and I don't, and I do believe the baby would come late. But I almost don't want to verbalize why I didn't like Rom without the baby. Like, I'd only just, like... Well, he might have left. That, that's a big problem. No, but a, even and if, you weren't getting an odds discount at all. No, but even if the baby didn't come, I don't like for John Rahm is a perfect life. He doesn't need to win a golf tournament for his life to be any better or worse. The only thing that can drastically affect like his life is is um, the health of his baby or wife, and that's something he has no control over. So I did not like that like headspace. I wasn't worried. I was more worried about the headspace than the baby coming and him leaving. I'm happy it's gone. Um, I don't know what his plan is for the week. For a guy that needed to be there for the birth, is he just like abandoning the family? I wrote in the about early I wrote stages about of of the baby. Like I don't understand. Wouldn't the like babies like these days be more important than the actual uncovering? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have anywhere to be but with my wife when she was having a baby. And the week after she had a baby, I didn't have to be anywhere else either. So I don't know how to relate to anything like this. Yeah, he might end up, I don't have any sort of touchstone for when he's actually getting to Augusta, but it might be in a few days. And we know I have two kids, you have two kids in that little window the first few days uh, after the baby is born not a whole lot of sleep yeah no and he's probably and i'm sure there's like a team to but i don't know how involved he wants to be like i don't i have no idea and this we're not like, but we're not gonna know so it's not yeah it's no reason to speculate that on it. being we just don't said know. that being said the baby is here and i tell you for a guy who can run hot both on the scorecard but he can run hot we've seen it in his mentality nothing will put you at a peace of mind after over a 10-foot putt and missing a 10-foot putt you thought you should have made than just, like, your mind, like, just the baby is happy, it's healthy, mommy's healthy, like, it's just a blessed afterglow feeling that makes some of those stressful moments maybe feel less insignificant. But now I'm trying to play psychologist again. I will say Bryson and Rom remain. They have not been... I don't have a final card yet, but I would love, I was all on ROM and I did a piece with Rick Gaiman for OC and he gave me like a full sell on Bryson. I wasn't. R it. Rick did. Bryson's irons have been reignited and he looks really good. And he has the perfect game for Augusta. We know that, although the results have not been there for him. It's like when we get to Hatton, like you, you can make like Hatton's not playing well coming in. But even if he was, you just look at his like master's history. It's like he is not good at this yeah. course. I think that Bryson will eventually break through. Reed is the weirdest outlier in all of this because nothing pointed to him winning 
that year whatsoever, but and he ended up winning. Even but he's th- the one who kind of like shucks all of the trends coming in. And Bryson's kind of up and down. I, so I think he has as good of a chance to win as anyone. Uh, I if Okay, let me just phrase the question this way, because this is not how we bet, but I know this is how a lot of people are going to bet. You have 200 bucks to put down on this event. You have $100 to bet on two people, basically. Who would be the two at the top that you would take? Oh, I could tell someone just bet Bryson and Rom. I, I would, I would that, go Rom and Justin Thomas. Those would be yeah, if you had a hundred yeah. bu- hundred bucks put down on two guys. Those would be the two guys. Justin is the guy that just misses that list for me. You you mentioned a negative that crosses him off. Um, uh, it's hard. I mean, he is a great little trend of playing consistently better here every time he shows up. Oh yeah, and the year that and t- he's done that at other courses, and then and he then eventually wins. goes on and wins there. So a lot of things are setting up. For Justin, I'm not saying anything anyone watching doesn't know. It's splitting hairs. For me, though, it's Bryson or Rom in that under 20 to 1 super elite category. Yeah, I would actually, there's a guy in the next range that if I actually had the $100 to put down on one guy, this would be the $100 that I put down because I'm greedy and I want to win more money. So let's get to that next stage of guys, the 20 to 40. Again, on DraftKings Sportsbook, we got Cantlay. He's dropped all the way down to 20 to 1 now. So some Cantlay action coming in. Xander's 25, Brooks 28, Morikawa 31, Berger 35, Tim's guy. Paul Casey 35, Finau 35, Hovland 35, Reed 35, Webb 35, and Cameron Smith 35 to 1. Cameron Smith, along with Dustin Johnson and Rory McElroy, are the only three players to have two top fives at the Masters the past three years. I think this is the discussion that we need to have. I confirmed with my inside source at the Masters who saw Brooks Kepka playing a practice round with Big Dick Vic yesterday. No noticeable limp. Look great. Let's do it, Brooks. I'm in. Me and my buddies have made a large team bet on the 32 to 1 that was available to us. No longer yesterday. available, but 28 on DraftKings Sportsbook is currently the best number. Uh, I got no issues with that. You had a source confirm to you that he was playing without a limp with BDV. I reached out to somebody who I know, Pat, um, who is friends with Brooks's trainer, who is in Augusta. And it's like, it's funny because he showed me his like text convo. And um, it's like, you can't just, how do you put this? Like, come out and ask your question right away. So he, like, has to do some glad-handing about, like, how's the family? (laughs) But then he gets right into it. And the uh, PT, the personal trainer, I don't know, that's the lingo, (laughs) use this exact term. This pony is ready to run hard. Now, I want to say that I don't necessarily, this doesn't mean that Brooks is going to win the Masters, but what we do now have is a 14 to 1 guy or a 12 to 1 guy at 28 to 1. And that's worth betting. And to almost And I, that's the guy I would yeah. put the 100 bucks on. And I mean I know I use this line with Rory, but I'm when I I'm not betting Rory, I'm not really interested in betting Rory. What if he gets We've been through that. Then we'll have to talk about it, but I don't know. I'll probably have my bets in by the time I see I'm, that. I'm trying to wait. The only I, I only have two bets in right now. I have three bets, actually four bets in, and one oh, of them is three. One of them's small and I don't want to count well, it. Well, I, I put 10 bucks on Kevin Na 250 <laughs> to 1. <laughs> Just because Tim said he had no chance. My two real contribution bets, like official bets that I have right now, is Brooks at 32 and 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 Berger at 44. And the two that I have in right now is Brooks at 32 and Webb Simpson at 45. Yeah. Like I, official, just like I have already made. Yeah. The other one I have and is, they are we'll we'll yeah. get to the other other one. They're big enough to satisfy my master stakes. That's what makes the card. Um, but on to Brooks. So I'm 
listen, he's, I'm betting he, you to win. I'm not betting in each way. If you miss the cut, that sucks. I make loser bets all the time. If you come in third, I still get nothing. I am trying to figure out who is going to win this golf tournament. And Brooks Kepka checks so many of the boxes. I would have probably had a he would have been deep into consideration as he should have been like healthy because everything was coming on for him. Yeah, his last everything. three starts, he has a win and a runner up. He won in Phoenix and then he came second at the WGC. The, the, and that was the last time we saw him. No, I always wish like the competitive vibes of of you know, you wish he had like a run, just a few putts, like that meant something, but it is what it is. But the guy just peppers peppers greens and I don't know, I try it's a great number and you have as much trust in him as anybody. I would recommend uh, to continue to look around. Maybe numbers go. I just think that the Brooks number shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. So whatever it is right now is probably better than what you're going to get it tomorrow. Because well, people are actively on the Brooks Kepka trade now because the number is so big. It's not to say that if he was the same price as Justin Thomas, would you bet Brooks Kepka? No, you'd probably bet Justin Thomas. But where he's over double the odds, then yeah, give me, give me Brooks Kepka in that sense. And the, the rest of this range is weird because, listen, I don't want to make a claim that I'm not Tim. I'm not going to say that no one can win, but I'm going to miss Cantley, Xander, Casey, and Finau, all with those numbers. Like, I want more if I'm going to have to bet those guys at the Masters. I just do. Yeah, I really do like Cantley. I like him a lot. It sets up well. I, I thought, like, there's no way I wouldn't be able to get a 25 this week. I'm shocked. Like, th th they're taking the action. Um, Xander is finally drifting a bit, but in the end, in this part of that betting card, which still allows me to go into that Bryson or Rom range, if I choose to fire that bullet, I still have them in the chamber. Um, Cantley would be my other pick in the 20s, in the 20s over Xander. But I, I, I would I, take Cantley over Xander as well, but I'm not going to bet either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like where I am. But Brooks has has my money. Um, I'm real excited. <laughs> I you also have that future on Morikawa. Yeah, I don't uh, like from, it from before. I I just I, I might chop it. I want to because it's just not big enough, and I don't want to re up on it. Yeah, because it doesn't fit my master stakes. I don't want to bet more at the current number. And I don't to get it there, and I'm not feeling him yeah, at I, the moment. But under our it, buddy Rob Pozzola's like notion to those great speed bets, you if you have a better number, you you technically won. I don't really believe that in golf as much, but here we are. Yeah, especially because when you can sight <laughs> shop and like odds are 25 points off. Yeah, like you had mentioned that if you're watching this show in the UK, Lee Westwood's probably like 20 to 1 oh, to win, if, and he's 50 to 1 here. If you want to bet Lee Westwood and you're in England, you should just find someone in America to bet him for you. <laughs> I agree. He's the shortest price Englishman. It's like we have a book in Canada where Corey Connors is probably like 30 to 1 to win the Masters. Yeah, and the other book we like, or we like to use that's a little different, Pat, they seem to have access in Scandinavia, and they have some hot, like, they are taking the Victor Hovland money. I actually like Hovland better at Augusta than I like Morikawa. And everyone knows I'm team Morikawa over Hovland. I like Vic's game better here. I agree to an extent. Um, this is disappoint. Okay, this almost works into my Brooks argument. I love Victor. Like, in the middle of API, I'm like, Victor's going to win the Masters. Um, 
because yeah, there's things Victor's don't doesn't do well, but to Victor's ceiling, he's just gonna hit the green all week. If Victor's got a scramble, yeah, it's improved. He's cooked. He's probably not gonna win the Masters. If he's gonna have that greens and rag number, like one through six in the field, like all Masters winners, not named Patrick Reed, were able to accomplish, he's gonna be right there. But almost to Brooks to the point, like we haven't seen Brooks play in a couple weeks. But how is that better than like Hovland, who hasn't really struck the ball well since we've last, like in the last like three weeks? Like, what would I feel better about, kind of? A guy that I haven't seen or a guy that I liked a month ago, thinking I wanted to bet him. And now, like, I don't like what I'm seeing in those um, T to Green numbers or in the iron stats. But he's, he's a hawk, man. I like him on DraftKings. I'll probably use him on DraftKings. I'm not going to bet Victor Hovland because narrowing down your master's list is so tough, and I don't want to end up with, like, betting nine guys. So Brooks, I'm in. Berger, I'm on the fence on. I've liked him all week. I liked him last week. I'm going to feel like such a jabroni when he wins and I don't have money on him. I still might bet him. There's still a 40 that I see out there. I think he's going to end up being very popular, though. Everyone I've talked to likes Berger, but now Cust likes Berger. I don't like that at all. That's really annoying, and you're right. Um, I don't know about like the DraftKings element, but he, he's a great. He price checks on so many. Well, from he's a great betting price. He checks so many boxes, and despite all the statistical and trend boxes that he checks, he checks maybe the most important box for me, and that's the stomach box. That on Sunday, I would trust him against any of those dragons at the top. I absolutely would. I absolutely would. The win last year, the win this year, the form coming in. Um, I almost think not playing in November, you could argue as someone who really likes him, plays an advantage. But he is that guy, Pat, that I could see. He People are seeing it the same in the sense that there is... Um, that 50-50 chance it feels like, or more so, that that winner comes in that Reed-Sergio range of the Masters. And then last year, first-time major champions. It's such a big ass to ask those first-timers like a ROM to do it at that number. When Bryson did it, he went to 28. Somehow, 30. They put him there. They did. Okay, Morikawa does it. What, 35-40? This is the first-time major winner comfort zone range of betting. And he fits so many boxes, whether it be historical lead-up trends to winning the Masters or just what I feel about Daniel Berger in general and a big-picture career outlook. I believe he's as good as Cantley and Xander. I agree. And I believe history will look at them as very similar. And and I'm getting my guy. I, I, uh, so, yeah, it's part of I also really like the guy, and he's in that perfect part of that odds board where first-time major champions come from and Masters champions come from. Top 10 at the Masters in his debut in 2016. That was the Willett year. He's played it three times. He's made the cut every time. Never finished worse than T32. And it's funny because he has four career PGA wins, same as Cantley, same as Xander Shoffley, and he doesn't get the respect in the betting market like this. And he's been better since the restart. Yeah, all those guys have been really good since the restart, but he's won twice yeah. since the restart last year. So I get everything along with him. He's on the short list of extra guys that I might go with, as is Patrick Reed. But I'm not quite there yet. I want to go to this next range. Hold on, though. Can we talk about Reed? Because he, in like a Morikawa, him and Morikawa are like identical to me. And that like you can just blind bet them because their number gives you comfortable win equity. Um, yeah, just they because win. of who they are. One of them's like the ultimate good guy. The other one's the bad guy. They're, they're, they're opposites in that regard. 
Um, you say, you're saying that the trends are like Reed's form is pointing to peaking. No, here? I'm saying that it's not. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I misheard you earlier because I. But he, there's no rhyme or reason to I, this guy. I completely agree. And he's the only one, as I said, every single winner since we've been doing it and just before. Like, they were top six in the field for greens and reg that week. Reed ranked, like, north of 30. But he drove the ball really well that week. It was weird. He had a bad iron week, a good driving week, and his around the green and putting was out of this world good. Lead, and, though, and that's generally how has, he wins. Has <laughs> anyone won this thing without, like, quality lead-up form? It's been a really long like time. quality lead up form. You go through all of them. No, like, like I like, like I, like I told you, the past I believe it's nine winners or past eight winners have at least two top fifteens in their previous three starts. Blah. <laughs> and most of them have a win earlier that year at some point, and most of them haven't missed a cut all year. Now yeah. I think it's a little bit different because I mean match play in Sawgrass is also harder to. Maybe like trickier, quantifiable uh, that, scheduling. Exactly, things. throwing the players into that mix now before <laughs> the Masters, I think, throws it at a whack. And a match bit. play. Well, you can't you can't miss the cut at match play. Sorry, but you said the top uh, top but, fifteen. Yeah, but that's like a hey, listen, Tiger did it. He came inside the top fifteen. Yeah, no, in match I'm play. not. I'm I'm just saying. Um, yeah, was Spieth top fifteen? I guess yep. he was. He would have been tied eight to sixteen. Yeah, yeah he was ninth. Game. Yeah, nine R- to sixteen. Rom was T five, I think. Rom lost his afternoon match, so yeah, four five through. Yeah, he was T five. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of guys around, uh, and the top eighteen in the world rankings would go there too. Reed is just listen. Either you bet on Reed, it's a blind bet that good Reed shows up, and if good Reed shows up, he can win. It is, it's, I, it's as simple yeah. as that. Here's the thing. Reed is now at the point where like, I always used to catch the wins. Now I'm missing the wins. <laughs> But, and I, you know, he can show up on betting cards because I always love a way or find a way. I don't think I'm going to find a way, but he will give me such pleasure seeing him win. Like a Spieth is climbing back up to see like a chair shot from Reed at this moment would be so, it'd be so funny in many ways. And, and Reed winning as much as like Spieth winning like brings this communal like joy that we notice, Reed winning brings this like such a people get angry like they're upset about it, and I get off on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I will feel like I'll feel rich despite my pockets being empty if Reed wins. <laughs> if the only bet that you had made over the past four years was Patrick Reed to win the tournament that he is currently oh, playing in, yeah. you would be up a lot of money. A lot of money. Because his odds are always way better than the other players who win at the same Man, rate as him. Morikawa is really the only other one. I've hit all of them, which is great, but he's been that guy. Do you think, because Reed's in like that, uh, like, do you think Reed can be forgotten in a betting perspective and he does get to a 40 this oh, yeah. week? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, things to Because cons- people will bet Burger and not Reed. Things to consider. Just a quick heads up, if you're interested in MLB, ftndaily.com. 
has its annual package out right now. It's all the content, all the picks, all the cheat sheets, all that stuff. But included in the annual package are all the tools and the optimizer. And the price is going to be 250 bucks per year, but you use code MAYO right now. You get 20% off until Thursday to drop it down to $200 for the entire baseball season. That's like 30 bucks a month. And it's well worth it because you get that optimizer as a part of the deal. So ftndaily.com right now. Use code MAYO at checkout. Get that 20% off. Okay, back to the show. 40 through 100 is where I want to go next on the betting board. Because two of the guys that I want to bet are in here. I mentioned Webb Simpson. Uh, he's 35 to 1 at DraftKings Sportsbook. I found him at 45. A lot of 40s hanging out there. He seems to be drifting. No one has a whole lot of interest in Webb. This fast and firm, though, I think works fa- for him. Fast and firm. If you have to rely on short game, I think that really works out in Webb's advantage. People forget that he's finished top 10 at the Masters the last two years. in the top 20 before that. Like, his Masters form, shockingly good. He's another guy who got longer off the tee about two years ago. And let's not pretend like he's not the number nine player in the world. Like he might drop to 50 to one at some point. So I put in a half bet at 45 and I'm just getting, I'm going to get greedy and see if he drops down even more than hit the other side of that bet. But I think that he, his path to victory here is exactly like Tigers be like, okay, off the tee, gain a stroke or two. You don't need to be Brooks or Dustin or anything like that. Have your iron show up and do what you do on and around the greens. And you're completely live to win this tournament. He already has two top six finishes so far this year. I uh, almost won the WGC that Morikawa won, uh, the one that Brooks pulled out of and came in second. Like he was very firmly in the mix that week. We just haven't heard from him in a while because he disappointed at the players when a lot of people were on him. I agree that he is not the perfect skill set for this course, but I want to take guys who I think can win. And I know Webb can win. Uh, listen, it goes to that whole thing. You're making a betting card to win. You're trying, you're betting on a guy on his ceiling. Um, where did I read it? I don't I think know. it works for, for Webb, but in the two recent years, Pat, where there were like uh, very high or low scoring, as you would say, the Masters like reined it back in the next year. Conditions like be damned can help. They don't like seeing records get set. No, and if they, they make, don't if, if like they, seeing it, records get set. And I am going off with a lot of my picks. I'm going off that idea, which really lends itself to Rom and Bryson, who play hard courses really wow. well. But if this is going to play hard, I think it expands the amount of players that can win because it brings in Spieth, Webb, Reed, someone else I'm going to get to, players like that, who... If the conditions are like they are in November, it's going to be a Dustin, Bryson, Rom, yeah. that type Birdie of player. Party. Birdie party. The distance is just going to be so advantageous. You have your high ball flight. The ball is going to stick next to the hole, and you're going to shoot 20 under. I yeah. don't think that those are going to be the conditions here, which leads me to not necessarily the longest players, but good long iron players, good short game players, and players who I know. Putting is, listen, it's capricious week to week, but guys that show up and make 10-foot putts. And Webb Simpson's a guy who does that. Yeah, uh, this is a very attractive range, Pat. There are a lot of guys that I think could fit a lot of uh, boxes here. Obviously, you mentioned... You love boxes. If there's one yeah. thing you love, do you love voting? You love checking boxes. But uh, a couple guys in this range. Like, there's some old yellers that I am I am starting to feel smitten for. Two months ago, I probably would have like laughed at this, thought this was like an all-universe conversation. Um, I think Paul Casey, it's almost like they're trying to hold Paul back. Paul Casey's not in this range. Paul Casey's 35 to one, pal. 
Well, well, sorry, I'm thinking of mine. So I'll just fine. Well, Paul Casey, forget about him because he's 35 to one. That's yeah, that's the whole thing. And I bet him at the players, thinking my 50 was so goddamn short. Uh, but it's like uh, at Casey, you just you could bet like proven winners with Morikow and Reed for essentially the same the price. same numbers. But so many things point to Casey, and if he wins, good for him. It'll feel nice, but this the number is just so alarming to me. But Sergio Garcia, yeah. Uh, it's incredible how well he is playing, how maybe slow I was to realize how well he is playing, but he is doing everything right right now. Except for putting. Outside of the fact that since he's won his Masters, he's been in a complete abomination in major championships, but like I think he has one made cut in majors. In uh, Ben Coley's great write-up, he did the piece, like a little blurb on each golfer. Literally, like he's referred to Sergio as like a ceremonial major player. <laughs> Likes to just show up in his green jacket. He, but he, everything is trending right now. It is. And he even has those top 15 finishes. He was top 10 at the players. He had the top 15 finish at the match play. He's been really good. He's got the good. win. Can he, you? He has the win back in November or back in October at the Sanderson Farms. But his approach game has been off the charts good. We know how good of a driver the ball is. He has a great short game. He's putting with his eyes closed. And, you know, sometimes that leads to a win. Most of the time it leads to him missing a whole lot of putts yeah. and breaking your heart. It, it's still got to. Yes. The, Casey and Sergio are like lumped together because everything is pointing to them. I would take being, Sergio with a deeper number over Casey. I, I do think that they're about the same. Yes, but everything like it's um, a lot of great form, a lot of great history, a lot of um, checking the boxes, have another drink, and a lot of the statistical lead up metrics that are used. But it's that like question can they win? Will they win? talking about casey at 35 it's crazy but hey i don't know tringali ran smoke show for two days two, and I, for two rounds and i thought his 30 to 1 was literally vegas telling people do not bet on this guy see this tringali we don't want your tringali action and i see a 35 to 1 on paul casey but people want people are lining up to bet paul casey he's gonna be one of the most bet on players this week I think what the like just um, the the models must adore him, right? They, as they should. The, he's yeah. been he's been great in every visible tournament this year. Paul Casey's been good. So he and even the majors last year, he was great. So <laughs> this is turning into Saul Goodman sipping champagne on Friday night when Paul Casey just obliterates backwards. Yes, <laughs> essentially so. Although Saul will have finally talked himself into <laughs> Paul Casey, and then he'll come in dead last. He'll lose to Ian Woosnam. Uh, there is a, there is a guy in this range I am betting. I'm waiting for – I've seen a 55 on him now at DraftKings Sportsbook. He is currently 40. He was 33-1 to 1 on the weekend. He's now down to 40. I don't know if his number is going to drift or not. I might just take the 55. But someone whose lead-in form is smoking Can I right guess? now. And if it's going to play firm and fast, he's someone I, I like. who you're picking. And per round, with the added distance that he's put on – so far in 2021, ranks inside the top five in strokes gained off the tee, and you would not expect that. Here's results so far in... Uh, I know who it is. Since he's come over here to America, 5th, 11th, 10th, 9th, 18th at the match play. And I'm never on this guy. You didn't need to say since coming over to America for me to know you are talking about 
Matthew Fitzpatrick. I am. And what could be an all Under Armour Spieth Fitzpatrick Sunday duel, the junior boys section. Um, I, yeah, it's crazy. And you're like 40? I really want to pull that trigger? But like Sergio and Spieth, sorry, well, Spieth also, like Sergio and Casey, it's all it's all showing signs of Matthew Fitzpatrick. And it's, oh, makes my stomach turn. But it's, I could it, bet these guys. It's really funny, though, because you have this impression of Fitzpatrick in your mind. And he's never really played well at the Heritage at Harbortown in his life. But every year we'd get to the, we'd get to the, get to the heritage and they'd just be like oh this this course is tailor made for Matthew Fitzpatrick. He hits so many fairways. It's perfect. But he actually does all of his best work at long courses. Like his best finish this year is T5. It was at Riviera, which is probably the biggest comp course there is for the Masters. I'd say Quail Hollow and Riviera are the two that you want to go look at to find out about the Masters and those crossover leaderboards. Where else did he finish inside the top 10? Oh, Bay Hill. And he's done that multiple times. And the one thing I like about him that Raza brought up is if conditions get bad for whatever reason, like one day it's super windy or the greens run way too fast, that's perfect for Fitzpatrick. He is one of the most adaptable players out there, and he's already playing well coming in. So I like him a lot, and I'm going to probably take that 55 to 1 before I keep talking about this yeah. and that number goes away. No, I don't know that it'll go away unless you think he's going to be popular. But I saw that 55 this morning, and it struck me as the best number that I have seen. And, like, I, you know how you know I'm a slut for Hatton. He's just not playing well. Not playing well, and he doesn't have the course history. Like, like I could, D- Dustin's not playing well, but that doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, <laughs> I could get away with it. I could have talked myself into it if I had one or the other. I can't not have both. Sungjae, yeah, I just want to play. There's so many guys in this range. Yes or no on Sungjae, or maybe. Yes, no, or maybe will be the quick, quick round answer. It's here. maybe, but maybe to no, maybe closer to no. The irons, the irons. I wish a month ago at the fifty, you would have like. This is it. not if, good for the rapid fire round. Sorry. No, maybe to no. Cam Smith, too short. No. Yeah, too short for me. Hideki, whose irons out of this world good for a while now. He's not gonna taste smoke. For, no, no, okay, no. Lee Westwood. I, I live in a, less, a Westwood house, but he will not have my money. Jason Day, 55 he, to 1. No, because there's an Aussie farther back who I would maybe rather bet. Neiman, 55 to 1. No, but just he's got one run here. He does look like a player that a couple well, more runs. I was really thrown off when I, well, I bet him at Honda, which is fine. He didn't win, but his around the green cave was horrible. Can't have that this week, Jocko. Yeah, he just not played here enough, and then half of his time is, or no, he missed November. He missed COVID, COVID. yeah. yeah. Shame. Scheffler. Second run at the Masters was good first time around. I worry about fatigue, exhausting events for him. Your boy. Tommy Fleetwood, 60 to 1. It's a maybe. He, it's a maybe. He, he fits the trend, by okay, the way. Okay, hold on, hold on. I, I, we got to slow down on the rapid. I'll, I'll, I'm talking fast. He has been amazing here, like through three rounds, two years in a row, has he not? And he's just cratered on Sunday, which I know everyone home is like, yeah, that's Tommy. But he really has done some great things here, Pat. And if his, if his driver's okay, his driver's been letting him down. That's, that's what I have noticed. But it's 60. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have yellow wink on that. That's not. He is not off my card. All right, so that's an, that's an amber alert on Tommy Fleetwood. 
It's not a go or a I stop. don't have Ricky Fowler to bet. Well, maybe you can bet him for see. Maybe will Ricky appear with Jim Nance in the booth? And we didn't talk about Finau. Do you want to talk about Finau? No. You're going to bet him at 30 to 1? No, but I don't have Ricky, and I'm not here for Finau, so someone's got to get that money. I'll get you a guy. Sergio Garcia, yeah. 60 to 1. I have interest. Yeah. It's a yeah. maybe for uh, yeah. me. Yeah, total, total hyper maybe. Louis, 75. No. Placing. Bet him top 10. Placing top 10. Maybe if you can find a nice matchup, pick on somebody. If they'll let you with Louis. Louis, they're smart too, though. They're smart too. Yeah, he's 75 to 1, though. Adam Scott, 75 to 1. No. Look at that driving stat from Honda. Okay. This is nothing. Driving at this course and driving at Honda have nothing to do with each other. I'm just saying he couldn't drive the ball before. So if he figured out the driver, I think at that number, I just like it a lot more than, say, Jason Day. I don't know. I don't know why Adam Scott needs to be part of. Do I like Jason Day or not? Because they're from the same country. I would say that, and this is what my but Day's in- been striking the shit out of it too. Day T to Green has been amazing. He just can't putt. And my inside source tells me that he saw Jason Day out practicing at Augusta. wasn't swinging a driver. wasn't swinging an iron. He was only putting. I would. I prefer Day over Scott. I'm probably Day is a maybe for me. Scott's a no for me. Like, he played well at Honda. Great. He plays well at Honda. He has not played really well anywhere else except for Farmers. And even then, he was living and dying by his punter. That is not a spot you want to be with Adam Scott. Well, I'm not running to bet Adam Scott, but I do think there is some life there for uh, for a past champion. Zalatoris, 75. No for me. We're just talking about outrights? No. Yeah. He's, he's a debutante. He's one of three debutante professionals. Isn't that weird? Three. It's Zalatoris, Ortiz, and Bobby Mack, Tim's guy, Robert McIntyre, the Scottish Tim Andercast. I mean, like, do you have, okay, so I'm going to say Horschel at 90 to 1 because he actually would fit everything that you would want. He's currently a top 20 player in the world. He's coming off a win. He's played pretty well so far this year. He even competed at that WGC. He was in the final group with Morikawa. Remember? I'm sorry. You competed. I'm like, you just won the WGC. Dude, I was looking at our league stats. He's made three million bucks this year. <laughs> the guy's a machine. And almost to like Spieth. Like hit every guy who's won in leading up to the Masters, correct me if I'm wrong. Like a lot of them were very much trending. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Spieth 100% trending to that. Horschel 100% trending to that. Uh, Justin Thomas. And when guys have that like hyper skill set win. You're not surprised. You're, uh, uh, but he did just win the biggest. He's won the biggest tournament of the year to date until now. Um, yes, but I mean, in, in leading up to that, I don't mean leading, winning the Masters. I mean, winning the, their events. Oh, yes, yes. The lead up for him, like at, even at concession, you could see it where, oh, if he just putts, he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only one, I guess, Brooks really did come like out of nowhere to a certain extent, right? Agreed. Like I'm trying to think, like Homa 100% but, had like and green same lights. With, same with Berger. Saying this thing could happen. Berger, who wants Bryson. Sony? It's a blur to me now. Kevin Na actually did. I don't remember if no. there was lead up for it. <laughs> I don't know how this has become a thing. He's your arch nemesis now. Nope. You hate him. Are you? I don't want to do this. That's again. not even close. But Horschel, I think, actually has legit. He's 90 to 1. Like, if you're going to take, like, Bubba's 90 and Horschel's 90 for reference. I think both those guys are alive. And Bubba only because I had no interest in Bubba. And the fact that he's down to 90 to 1 actually does give me some interest is that he played really well at Austin. And just seeing him play well at Austin, I was like, oh, okay. 
So Bubba can still just play well at Bubba places. Yeah. And this is a Bubba. He's won here twice in the past 10 years. 90 to 1. Makes total, and it's 90 yeah. to 1. It's usually like See, here, people were betting him at 30 to 1 five yeah. months ago. Here's the other. He's not, it's not that far away from that. I see what you're saying in the sense that, like, in terms of this win, Horschel and Bubb at 90 do make exponentially more sense than, say, Connors. Well, I like that's who I was going to say. Connors or Answer at like 75, 70, 80. Because, like, for the win. Now, placing. Yeah, DraftKings is different. I think Connors is so live. To like maybe place your each way or answer unless, unless Connor's chips like he did at Valero. Sure, agreed. But I'm just saying, in terms of that respect, uh, like even uh, Max Homa. Well, we're not there yet. Oh, sorry, it's just stepping on it. Um, we stopped at eighty. What? What? One hundred? We're to hundred from forty to hundred. The only guys yeah. that we glossed over were Answer and, and Connor and Billy. And Kokrak, who is playing great. I'm not going to have enough, although it wouldn't, you could find a way to add a 90 to 1. Billy runs, like, Billy runs form. Billy has a history of backing up Premier Win with an even bigger win. I don't want to bet. Um, this is like goes back to, like, it's my favorite team playing a playoff game. I don't want to cheer for <laughs> you be really, I like Billy. But I feel like I could turn on him because of how obnoxious he'd get if he won a green jacket. Yeah. Uh, he actually didn't even qualify for the Masters in 2017. 17th miscut, T56, T38 are his Masters results since 2016. It's it's the, between that and his current form, that's uh, there's enough there for me. Okay. 100 to 1 and beyond. You kind of hit on the name. It's a blind wager in a sense that everything that I see points to this guy eventually winning the Masters, which I never thought I would say. But wow. what did I what did I say are the two biggest influential courses to this place? Riviera. And? Bay Hill? Quail Hollow. Who has wins at both those places? It's... It's Mad Max. Listen. 100 to 1. I made the bet with the top eight each way. I don't think that he's going to win. This is his second Masters. He missed the cut back in November. It usually takes a bit more time. But, hey, this is a brand new world of golf we live in, and Max has the game, man. He puts really well on these fast putting surfaces. I don't love his around the green game, but if his ball striking is right, he's long off the tee, and those irons get hot. Figure out the putter, Max. Come fifth or something like that. I'm in at 100 to 1. Listen, my 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 note here is comp course at Riv like had had just has him somewhat surviving and in placing discussions with his long numbers, and he's got a moxie to him that you like to see. So I'm I'm, yeah, I like Max. There's a let's. Uh... So for me, Max, and then you got to bet Siwoo. Siwoo's down to 150 to one. Grab the placement points with that. I mean, these are. Picking the guys that have already won this year is not a terrible idea. I also, Kevin Na, 250 to 1. And if you can find him in a head-to-head against DJ with Tim Andercast, maybe you take it. Yeah, there's, listen, Siwoo offering those placings. I tell you, I think Matt Kuchar is going to cash a placing. Oh, God, I hope not. I really hope not. Because he's, he's going to be super popular. He's one, yeah, draft, he, yeah. Him and, I just hope him and Connors miss the cut. That's all I hope for. We'll probably get one of them. But Kuchar is just, uh, I think he's going to, be back to his old Augusta tricks. Now, winning, I'm not having that discussion. Don't really, that's a different discussion. But I think he is uh, here for his tricks. 
I think uh, Matt Wallace is going to play well. I hope so. I, I have no faith in Matt Wallace because he's because he puts with two thumbs. That's no, no, no it's it just he. It's funny if he had made a few putts this week, like he beat Hoffman and Spieth tee to green by over two strokes. Yeah. Like he was the better player tee to green and lost strokes putting for the week. Well, those guys both gained. It feels like he peaked last week to me in my mind. And I don't think that he's speeth. I don't think that he continues to keep it going. And just, I've backed Matt Wallace so many times that I'm very familiar with his game plan of being really good for two rounds and really shitty for two rounds. Like if he was the guy who was plus 10 after round one, I'd be like, Oh, okay. But he could be first round leader as well. Like that might be the only bet that I played a place on Matt Wallace first round leader. See how it goes. Vic Perez keeps showing up, man. Yeah. Does he have enough to win the Masters? I don't know. I know that I've seen some hu- people show me some huge numbers on him, like ne- like one fifty times two. He was t forty six in his Masters debut in November. We're playing with fans too, and the cut line, which I didn't. Re- the cut line is actually just top fifty in ties now. It's no more ten strokes within the lead. I thought that was just for last November that change was made. It's just no, it's permanent. So that really hurts the to make the cut parlays, which I'll be releasing on Wednesday. But do you have names like – there's two in particular I think that we should talk about. One is Leishman, who's going to drop like 150 to 1. Remember his game was nowhere to be found last November, then all of a sudden he was good at the Masters? He's been pretty good this year. Even at the players, he missed the cut. That was all putting related. He actually struck it incredibly well. He just has a really good Masters history. He'll be a first-round leader bet for sure. I don't know if I want to get there on a win with him, but I think he's a top 10 guy. He's always been sneaky here. I feel like I've had him on Masters cards in the past, like 40 to 1 or something. Stupid number. The other one is the guy who's made 14 to 15 cuts at the Masters. I think that he's playing. Rose? 125 to 1? Like, why does he have a worse chance than Paul Casey? I'd rather Phil. You'd rather take Phil than Rose, like, as an actual win? Oh, no, but I think, uh, like, what odds would you give me on a head-to-head? Phil versus Rose? Well, I don't even know if Rose is playing. Is he not committed to playing? I saw some corny tweets. I, I saw him that he said he's going to play, but I think that he needs to go work out his back to see if it's okay. That's the biggest drawback. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a, like he's, you've mentioned. It's, that can just uh, He could be healthy today, not healthy, healthy tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, like you go and go through your like practice routine on Wednesday, your back locks up, and you're out of the Masters. But it's just a number that I did not expect to see this high. And I get it. It makes complete sense. He might not even play, or he might withdraw after a round. But for someone with this much Masters experience, Masters success, and someone who's not, obviously he's not in his prime right now. He's not the number one player in the world anymore. But he's not too far from that. It's not like Phil. You know what I mean? Where his last real chance was probably, what, five years ago? The year that Spieth won? He came in second that year. And even then, it was like, is Phil, does he have enough left in the tank? feels like Rose still has stuff left in the tank if he can be healthy enough to play. It's just a really big number to me. Maybe it's a top 10 type player, a top 20 type play, where he just has the... Oh, fuck, if Fred Couples Fred Couples finished inside the top 23 years ago. You think yeah, Rose, sure. can, no, I'm Rose not, can't give it a run? Guys that play well here play well here. If Cabrera wasn't in a holding cell, he might play well is, here. Is that, is that what happened to him? Yeah, he got. I remember when he got arrested. I didn't know he was still like in jail or something, though. No, so he's not playing. Certainly not. I like that's a great little. But you can bet him at two thousand to one if you want. It's a great little <laughs> DK update they had on his tab. Um, yeah, like I don't know what's longer, 
like guys play well here. I'm not talking about betting them, but you see them. Yeah, but I'm saying show that Ro- their Rose, name. Rose is still in the zone where I think that he's live. What's where Rose's those, number? 150 to one. Like you, it's 50 points shorter, but I'd feel so much comfortable with Kucher. I wouldn't. Kucher really going to win the Masters? Okay, now we're talking. It's a it's an outright winning bet. Like I like I don't know. Like I would play with the placements, obviously, but I think that of all of these guys, the only ones I could actually see winning are probably Rose or Siwoo of the like the actual long shots. Yeah, I guess I don't agree with it. I won't be there. I know he's popular. I know you sort of let out a moan when he was mentioned. I think by Tim potentially, uh, but Matthew Wolf to me is like just because he's a winner. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I trust his ability to win. I'm not betting him to win. I'm not even going to bet him to be a top five it's not for me but i like he just to me he's a born winner so i like wouldn't mind if you're making me pick a guy to win over 100 to one it'd probably be him <laughs> i just worry that he hasn't he's, he's played one masters and it did not go well for him and he's coming off this weird injury which we don't even know what it is he's played one event since like i just don't know where he's at right now at least with rose i don't know where his health is at but i do know that he knows augusta and that tends to go hand in hand so, with uh, becoming a winner. So some super like we're going to go deep to a certain extent, but like firm, fast Kisner at 200, like he was a smoke show and match player. That's just irrelevant. That's a course he likes. That's a course he likes. Yeah, I just don't well there. If you want to bet a top 20 on Kisner, sure. Coming in. And that was the only good tournament he and he didn't even make it out of his fucking pod. Oh yeah, he lost to Kucher. I feel like he. Sorry, I got, it was three days of Kisner for Ryder Cup. Made me think he was like in the. Yeah, he had already won the tournament. It started on Wednesday through Friday. I was Kisner for Ryder Cup. Yeah, okay. Like instead of someone like Kisner, Zach Johnson's actually playing pretty well. I, it's not for me, but if you want to go like top twenty on him, his top twenty is twelve to one. Yeah. Um, but Bobby, I, actually, I actually do like Nah. Nah is being disrespected for a guy who's won four times on tour in the last three years. Where do you just take Molinari? There's the ultimate revenge. His career was derailed at the Masters. Did Willett play Valero? Yeah. Missed the cut, I assume? I don't remember what happened with Danny Willett. Woodland had a nice... Good to see Gary just looking lively. Gary gained over five strokes around the green. Isn't that something? Uh, yeah, Danny missed the cut at Valero. Poor putting performance. But he has gone T31 at API. He was eighth at Corrales and missed the cut at Valero. I'm not going to get there with Danny, but he's playing. His, his game is turning around a little bit. Uh, low debutant, Bobby Mack, or has Tim cursed him? Is Zalatoris just run away with that? I'd bet Bobby Mack. I like Bobby Mack. I like Bobby Mack as top lefty because I wonder what the market is going to be on him. It's his debut, so Lord knows how well he's going to do. But that's not to say that, like, Fuzzy Zeller is the last debutant to win. That was 1979. But we've seen first-time players play really well at the Masters. They just haven't won. Yeah, like yeah. Spieth was second in his first year. Look Berger was top 10. Sung, Sung Jay yeah. was second last year. Answer played well. Munoz played well. Pan played well. 100%. This whole, like, no, they can't play well. I, I guess a certain advantage is an advantage for, like, DraftKings, where, like, if people are blindly writing off debutants because um, you're not asking them to win. But time and time again, they do play very well. Agreed. So but I, th- I don't want to bet them to win. <laughs> That's it. Do you have anyone else you want to bring up? I'm going to... 
It looks like you're just doodling on your No, paper. I'm literally just going through anyone like underrated one that might have been worth talking about who we didn't talk about. Cam Champ had some had two really nice rounds at Valero. It's really unfortunate. Well, two things. It's really unfortunate Finau couldn't win before speed. <laughs> like, what on earth, man? How many door knocks? And it's really unfortunate that his really consistent great golf has gone away from him in the last month. He had a nice Friday match at the match play. Yeah, it's all he's done in and and not like a Again, not in hard feel like I don't know really really strange like how big could his number get 50. or is they not gonna I, I bet you you'll find a 50 oh, out there oh stop it that, I'm gonna that, that, I'm not gonna be able oh don't give me a 50 it, maybe it doesn't go down that low I'm not healthy enough maybe it goes to 40 while you I, 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 I don't just make me the case that Finau wins I just want to hear it he's good at golf you, Great. <laughs> so, uh, he's good at golf and like at 50 to one fits that perfect like burger, like that range of first time major champions, that masters champion range of guys that did have nice history. He will read at really enough. No. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, uh, I think that's a pretty apt comparison. To tell you the truth. Tony Why? Fino, winner Patrick of the Puerto no, I'm Rico not comparing Open him to, Patrick, to Reed. Patrick Reed and Sergio Garcia, who have <laughs> you know, 10 plus wins on the PGA tour of the course of their careers. But no, Fino, he's in the same league as those guys. No, I'm not. I'm not. You're asking, you're just asking me to talk. I'm talking through a situation of Fino at 50. You to can't one. even convince yourself that Fino is going to win. You just <laughs> wanting him to win isn't enough. Maybe he does win. And that would be glorious for you. But Not for me, for him. Sure, for him too, I guess, and his 28 kids. But, <laughs> like, I think that he's less live than someone like Jason Day. Now, does Finau beat Jason Day 75% yeah. of the time? Yeah, he probably does. Who wins more? It's probably Jason Day. Yeah, that makes total sense. That's sort of what I was saying. Well, never mind. But he's good at golf, and he likes golf. Like, it doesn't matter. Well, he's good at golf. I don't know how much he likes golf. Um, But like I said with talking to Paul off air before we recorded, like, a guy can have a nice number, but you have to believe he can win. Or it doesn't mean anything. Also, we're wrong a lot, too, so what do we know? But he... uh, if he had better form coming in, I yeah, would at man. least give you that. No, but that's he's been a, bad. Yeah, that's 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 what's killer, right? Because what I was trying to mumble out was he does have that great historical context here, but the form in the last month is just sort of like Victor, like just when you thought like maybe it could be getting ready for them in a month, they went the other way. So with wh- the parts of their game that. Um, with the parts of their game that are normally so reliable. So what you're saying is. He doesn't check the boxes. The four, half the box. Victor doesn't really check any other than he's amazing and his ceiling is phenomenal. Finau checks all like the historical masters, um, like how he's played there previously, that sort of stuff. Okay. But in terms of the lead up form, does not check anything. Okay. Masters bets so far in. I have Brooks Kepka. 
at 32 to 1. I think I would play that all the way down to 25 at the moment. And by the time you watch this, it might be 25 or it might be 20 because the bandwagon is building on that big Brooks number. And once again, it's not because I like Brooks better than I like Justin Thomas. I like Brooks's odds better than I like Justin Thomas's odds. And I don't think that Justin Thomas or Bryson or Spieth or Dustin Johnson are twice as likely to win as a healthy Brooks. And by all accounts, Brooks is 90% healthy or potentially more. Give me Brooks Kepka. Webb Simpson, 45 to 1. I am going to bet Matthew Fitzpatrick. I see a 55 out there right now. I'll probably end up taking that, but maybe. I'll wait for a little bit of drift. I might wait for a little bit more drift on that web number two. Other than that, Max Homa, 100 to 1 with a top eight each way. See, woo, Kim, 150 to 1 with a top eight each way. My guy, Kevin, not nah, 250 to 1. Why not, right? Give me a top 10 and top eight on him as well. I might have a few more ads throughout the course of the week. But you can tune into Wednesday show live 12 p.m. Eastern time on Mayo Media Network to find those out. All of some props debut taunt. That's why I like to have fun with Masters betting. I'm definitely betting that two holes in one in the tournament that DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook that Tim said couldn't happen. Oh, okay. There might be two hole in ones in one group on 16 on Sunday. And we are going to getting together on Friday. Yes. Cut sweats live. There's rain what? in the forecast for Friday. I hope it doesn't get washed out. That would suck. And last year we were, they had to be earlier because of daylight. So I'm, yeah, we also did in November. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm guessing like 4.30. I can't wait. I've got my bets, like my main bets that I have in are Brooks at 32, Burger at 44. I do have the only future I have, um, more cow at 40. It's not big enough for me to even put on my card and I don't think I'm going back to it. So if someone even wants to buy it off me, you could DM me. <laughs> uh, but Burger and and Brooks and now I have the decision to make. Which go? Is it a consortium of of men like a Sergio Garcia or a Bubba? Or like I, I just make like this card of of just numbers of of deeper guys I believe in, or we just go right the other way and it is Bryson DeChambeau. Well, or maybe John Rom, but I'm I'm now thinking. I started the process, and Rom is always like when we do New Year shows, like who's winning the Masters. I always just like default say Rom. You picked Rom to win the Masters in our preview show. I picked Justin Thomas, so we're both looking good in that at least. Yes, although I win nothing if Justin Thomas wins. Yeah, no, I don't win anything. I'm pivoting off it though. I think now that we are here, my super elite of choice is Bryson DeChambeau. All right. I think the conditions. Allow him um, a more truer sense of what he needs to do. Not to say that he can't win at Augusta, because I wouldn't believe that saying it. I do think that his game is specifically tailored for courses where he can use his distance, but primarily his power to get it out of deep rough when players cannot. That's where we've seen him have a lot of success. Okay, 100%. And that is not the case. No, that is not. I mean... We've talked about this many times that it's like the Masters, everyone knows it so well, it's almost not worth saying. Unless you get so unlucky to find, to hit it so bad, you're in like the tributaries or behind you get tree. behind a tree, guys play to the greens all the time from the pine straw and the rough is, is it's like a fingernail. So yeah, agreed. His greatest asset is that ability to make par out of situations other guys are making numbers from. Yes, here you gotta doesn't really work that 
That would be my only drawback. Right. Listen, I, I think no, it's, you I, want... th- I think it's important is when you list the pros, you have to list some of the cons. Like the cons for Justin Thomas is that he is the worst putter of all the top end guys, and he can go so cold on the greens, and sometimes his driving sucks. Yeah, you got to putt to win on Sunday, and he's the of the super elites. He puts it the worst. And to your point with Bryson, the margin seems so thin when you are trying to bet these guys and, and like hunt for the number. You don't want to bet Bryson at such chalk where his ultimate strength is negated. Yes. That makes total, total sense. One and done picks for the Masters. I... Or sorry, Cust is taking John Rom to recap Cust picks. Rom is his number one play. That's his one and done. He also picked Daniel Berger and Lee Westwood. If you're wondering who's Ander cursed, I won last week because Tringali still beat Answer, which is just surprising. He held on to that top <laughs> ten. Uh, I think he gave T eight. Uh, I am going to take Justin Thomas. All right. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to take Brooks Kepka since I bet him. I don't want to have to go bet someone else. I'll take Brooks Kepka as my one and done. I'm going to take Bryson. There we go. Um, And I guess in closing, because it's literally, he's the Tiger Woods of the moment. How does Spieth do? I think he's there. He's there. It's miscut or he's he's there. there. The the biggest thing I'd watch out for with Spieth, especially if he has an electric Saturday, is, yeah, he he closed the door and played really well at Valero on Sunday. Played great. Everything that we've seen so far from Spieth this year is that if when he's in contention and Sunday shows up and... There is something to be said about what Cust mentioned about outdueling Charlie. Hoffman. I don't care. He hit every like eight I, foot I, par I, putt I, that he'd been missing, missing all like, year. I, but usually, no one hits that many eight foot par putts that he was hitting. That, but it's his jam. Like he's getting. I understand that, but uh, when it's Dustin and Rom and those guys, one of them is going to play better than Hoffman played. Yeah, and then you have course. to do that and just. Doing that over and over on Sunday at Augusta is tough. Agreed. But he got that, like, nervousness, like, gone. That, like, weekend nervousness. Not to say he wouldn't be nervous on Sunday at the Masters. Even you know, Dustin never won it before. But in watching, like, the Masters fail, he acknowledged, like, I could finally, like, breathe after 12. Like, it, it's, it's, you know, winning is hard. And even Phil, after his drought, mentioned, like, how nervous he was. So, speed, like, it, all that is is kind of gone. He's going to be there. I am, I, well, I would never bet it. I do am kind of thankful that I never like off really made a bet, an actual bet offering my Herbert cards for like speed versus like, speed. Like money. you bet $500 and if speed wins, I have to give you $5,000 in Herbert cards. <laughs> I'm really happy. I never made that <laughs> bet. <laughs> like, Losing the hundred to me was fine. Yeah, I lo- that's really the only investment. Again, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed, if he wins the Masters, he'll start to bother me again. I really enjoyed seeing him win Valero. I really enjoyed that. What makes the Masters so much more entertaining? <laughs> now just go back to not winning again and we'll be fine. Yeah. Win your Travelers, win your Valeros. Yeah. Maybe it's and some- you called it, man. Like, like Fino competed all the time. He gave me all these runs and hard fields and... Never actually played well in bad fields. And, and Speed, they're like, no, he's just going to play. He's going to win the Wyndham. He's going to win the Valero. He's going to win. He's going to win. Yeah, he's going to keep yeah, playing yeah. to win these tournaments. Because <laughs> yeah. he needs to get a win. And it's exactly how you dodged. You, like, matrixed a couple Finau bullets. And here we are today. All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Jeff Feinberg, you can follow on Twitter, at G Feinberg. 
17. Check them out on ftndaily.com both Wednesday and Friday. Probably not Friday this week if we're doing the live show, right? Right. You can do your special shout-outs on the Pat Mayo experience. You know what, though? What time are we going? Probably 4, 4.30. That's the time we're going on air? Yeah. Then I'll be doing my show. Okay, there we go. So ftndaily.com, free to watch. You can check out the Jeff Feinberg show. And then he'll be releasing his betting card later in the week, so follow him on Twitter, at gfeinberg17. I told you all about all of the different giveaways. The article is up now. If you just subscribe to the newsletter, uh, you can find out all the information in there. That's how you get in the master swag. A rating and review on Apple Podcasts for the audio version to get one of 10 Millionaire Maker $10 tickets, maybe one of one, $100 tickets, and all of even more giveaways throughout the week. Show's out already. Go check those out after this. Uh, Tomorrow on Tuesday, Rick Gaiman's going to be on the show, my live chat, and then the Cut Sweats Wednesday and Friday. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!